Good evening. Hello, hello, hello. Good evening, good evening. How are y'all? Type in your names. Um, one of the things I wanted to do, can you see over there? Okay, write some of the names down, the people that are coming on. Because I'm going to do some uh, prophetic. Pastor Cindy and I are going to do some prophetic at the end today. And then we'll also do some next week as well. So I want to get some of your names and just follow the leading of the Holy Spirit toward the end of the uh, broadcast today. So we're so excited to have you on. I'm going to give everybody a few minutes. We're going to be talking about different kinds of prayer uh, tonight. Um, when the disciples asked Jesus, teach us how to pray, uh, they were asking something very, very poignant because they realized that there were different kinds of prayers for different scenarios. Right. And right. and I just I'm going to bring up several tonight. We'll do several next week as well. Uh, I'm going to talk about you know these are things you know, but I want to remind you why you pray, what you're praying for. Um, have you ever had a something you wanted to learn really bad? Maybe you wanted to learn to drive a car. Mm -hmm. I remember us learning to drive a car. You know, we had to, we, our father taught us how to drive a right, car. Right, right. I remember the first time I learned how to drive a stick shift, having my husband teach me how to drive a stick shift. So when you're learning something new, you find someone that knows it. Right. And you have them teach you. That's right. So what they were saying is, Jesus, teach us how to pray. Right. And that's what we're to ask the Holy Spirit every day. Right. Teach me how to pray right. for this scenario. Right. And I, there's never a time in my life I won't need Holy Spirit. To teach me something. To teach me how to right. address a situation in prayer. Right. And if you don't get anything else from this, you must get this. We need the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us into all truth. Right. And to teach us how to pray mm -hmm. about every scenario. And um, I find that many times in my prayer, prayer life, uh, not only does God use me to pray for someone else, mm -hmm. but God many times shows me my own heart right. when he's asking me questions. Yeah. And I really wanted to start tonight by giving you a, just a testimony of what, what prayer has meant to me and how God uses my prayer life to really uh, even course correct my own heart. Sometimes when I'm not yeah. even asking him yeah. to, Pastor right. Cindy. Right. And this morning I got up, how many do we have on guys? We got everybody on? Or a good many on? We have 31 right now. 31, okay. If y'all would just hit your mute button as you're coming on, but I'm gonna tell this story. Yes. I'm gonna tell this story because I think this is gonna help some people. Make sure you hit your mute mute button because I want everybody to be able to hear this testimony. I got up early this morning and I um, I had tried to call my daughter last night about midnight and because she was out doing some things. I knew where she was and she's a single mother in Midland, Texas, uh, West Texas and so uh, she's my oldest child, but I just check on her because she's out there by herself. Right, she's alone. She's alone, raising two kids, and so I'm a little more helicopter mom with her, just checking on her. And so I called her too late last night, so I didn't think anything about it because I figured she probably got home late, late from her meeting and went straight to bed. Well, she's up every morning. Really early. Really early, 5 o'clock, getting ready. She's got to be at the school. She's a teacher. She's dropping kids off. There's never a time I call her right. or she doesn't call. A lot of times she'll call me and wake me up at 5.15, 5.30. She's an early bird. She's an early bird. So yeah. I woke up this morning about 5.15, and I'm going in there to fix my coffee, and I thought I never did hear from Lana. She never texts me back to tell me. Usually she'll text me. If I text her after she's gone to bed, she'll text me early that, that night and say, I made it home, Mom, I'm okay. Well, she never did text me, so I... Uh, called her 515 while I'm making my coffee she didn't answer the phone mm -hmm. well I'm thinking okay well maybe she's asleep 
and 530, I'm thinking, this is not normal. I know her pattern. Right. She still didn't answer the phone. Right. 540, I'm starting to get a little nervous. I'm thinking, she's single. This is the week. Her, the kids are with their dad this week. I hope she's okay. And I just started interceding for her. And a few minutes later, she called me. Uh, she texted me and said, Mom, I overslept. I got in late last night. Everything's fine. And I, I was interceding for her. I was praying for protection over her. And then the Lord said to me, um, he started talking to me about a mother's heart. Mm-hmm. And he, he said, uh, I want you to pray today for uh, when you get on the prayer cast this morning. He instructed me to pray for the mother's children and grandchildren, um, you know, children that had married in their family. He just gave me some real poignant instructions about praying for people, for women's children, for the right. women's children today. Right. In the course of that, he said, Lana went through a real hard, devastating divorce. Yeah. And without giving you all the details, because there's lots, and I don't want to bore you with details, but her husband married her, took her to the, took her to West Texas, and she had two kids, and then he divorced her, and she stuck there. And because now in Texas, you know, wherever you get your divorce is where you to wherever where you are, unless you both can agree, you're not leaving. Right. So it's been a hard road. It's been a lot of forgiveness that I've had to do on my end. Uh, it's one thing when you're forgiving people for hurting you. It's another. It's another level when you're forgiving them for hurting your kids. Right. And so uh, there's been a lot of forgiveness. God's worked out a lot of things out in my life, in my prayer life. Right. But today, I was praying for Lana and praying for other family members and friends, kids that friends of mine that I know need prayer for their kids. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I heard the Lord say, "I won't. Can, will you pray for Larry?" He's someone's son. No. He said, I know you've forgiven Larry. Yeah. But will you pray for his salvation? Yeah. Yeah. He has a mother that cares about him. Yes. Yes. And I don't know. I, uh, (laughs) I begin to cry and intercede for Larry. Yeah. And I meant it. Yeah. Yeah. I meant it. Because all of a sudden I didn't see him as the perpetrator of evil against my daughter. Right. But I saw him as As a a son son. of God and a son of a mother and a wayward son. Right. I saw him the way God saw him. Right. And I began to intercede for his soul. I asked God to begin to save him and deliver him and set him free and bless him and have mercy on him and change his heart. And I began to pray in the spirit over him. And I truly interceded over him. And I felt Uh such the pleasure of the Lord. I felt such the pleasure of the Lord. I, I... knew God. I knew how I had forgiven this boy even right. before I prayed the prayer. Yeah. But when I prayed in tongues and prayed in the Spirit over him, I actually felt the love that oh. God has for him. Ooh. That's so good, Callie. But I'm telling you this yes. to say that in my prayer life, yeah. not only did God instruct me how to pray this morning right. to intercede for sons and daughters, but then he tweaked my heart. Right. He, right. he corrected my heart just a little more. Like, I'd already forgiven Larry, but there was a, a compassion that came into my heart for the boy yes. as a son, right. as a son of God and, a, right. and a, a son of a mother. Just like my daughter is my daughter. It doesn't matter what she does. She's my daughter. She's still your daughter. That's it, Cal. You know, my son is my son. Right. It doesn't matter what he's done. Right. And so that's why your prayer life is so important because not only will you pray for the will, purpose, and plan of God in other people's lives, in your yeah. family's lives, yeah. in your own lives, but in the midst of that, God will even purify your own That's heart. so true. So and true. he'll do it with one stroke of the paintbrush. Right. One stroke of the paintbrush. That's so good. His instruction was to me was to pray for sons and daughters. That's it. But as I began to pray for him, then he brought, he didn't say, Callie, I want you to pray for Larry because I think you need to still, there's another little, another level of forgiveness. He didn't say that. He said, he, while I pray for others, he said, will you pray for Larry? Oh. He's someone's son. He's my son. I want to, he, I want to deliver him. So and good. immediately I got the compassion of the Lord. So I'm encouraging you. Yes. 
Yes. To ask the Lord to teach you how to pray. Right. Right. Because in every scenario, there's a key that unlocks the door. Right. And we can tell you all of those different types of prayers, and that's important. Yeah. But it really boils down to you hearing the voice of the Lord. Right, right. And responding accordingly. Yeah. Hearing the voice, responding accordingly. So that's really what I wanted to open it up today. And I, I just want to pray right now. Lord, yes. I'm asking you to grow us and yes. teach us how to pray. Yes, yes. So that our prayers yes. are effective. Yes, Jesus. The Bible says the effectual fervent, fervent prayer, prayer of a righteous yes. man Availeth or woman much. availeth much. Yes. In other words, when we pray the will of the Father, when we yes. pray the way God wants us to pray in a scenario, it is effectual and fervent, and it accomplishes the will of God. Right. It's right. effectual and fervent and accomplishes the will of God. Yes. And I know I don't want to just pray to check off boxes. No, no. Well, that's not relationship. That's not relationship. No, no, no. You know, uh, sometimes my sister and I will get in the car and we'll go somewhere just to spend time to eat with each other. Right. I don't want nothing from her. She don't want nothing from me. We didn't it's, call to ask to solve a problem because we work together, so we're always solving problems. But sometimes we just want to talk. That's right. That's right. And that's really, yes, we ask God for to help us, for guidance, for strength, for help, for petitions. We intercede for our friends. Yes. We we do all of these things, but I just want to be with him. Yes, yes. I just want to be with him. Pastor Cindy, you want to weigh in on that? Well, I, I was just listening to you talk about, you, you know, with your kids. It's the same thing. I, I, I was praying not long ago for my kids, and the Lord said, said, Cindy, you need to repent. And he didn't say it in just those words, but I felt this in my heart. You need to repent for the things that you've complained about. Wow. That you wanted to see change in your kids. Yeah. And, and then as I began to repent about, because here's what would happen. I would pray about a certain thing, and then I would see a completely different response, and then I would get aggravated, yeah. right? And, so, and then actually nullify what I had prayed for this child right? because I didn't see what I wanted to see. Right. It didn't come fast it enough. It didn't come fast enough. And so the Lord said, you need to repent and you need to line up your word with my word and begin to bless and declare what I say about them. And in my time, I will work in them. Yeah. But really, it was not so much about them as much as it was about me. Yeah. yeah. God changing my heart. And and that's, that's exactly what Pastor Kelly was just saying about her own prayer today. It was like, as she's praying for her daughter, God begins to tweak her heart in regards to Larry. So here's, that's what the Holy Ghost is always doing. He's refining us. And I, I've prayed this prayer many times in my life. God, use me. God, use me. God, use me in prayer. God, use my life to glorify you. But now I pray, God, transform me, Pastor Kelly. Yeah. Because it's really about the Holy Spirit transforming us into his image. What is that image supposed to look like? It's supposed to look like love to everybody. Yeah. And sometimes it's the hardest with the ones who are the closest to yeah. you. Yeah. But the Holy Ghost through prayer will begin to transform us into love and to love those that we can find it very difficult to love at times. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, one of the things that I did a lot when I was a young woman is I prayed prayers with my own strategy. Yeah. I'd say, God, I need you to fix this. This is yeah. wrong. This is wrong. This yeah. is wrong. I think this needs to happen. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I'm like giving God orders like he's a short order cook. Yeah. I say that's like treating him like Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> like he's a short order cook. Right, right. But here's the thing. Right. God doesn't need your strategy. Mm -mm. God doesn't need your plans. Mm -mm. He needs you to transform by That's his it. power and That's to it. let love flow out of you. Right. And the prayers that need to flow out of you. If you don't feel love, say, God, I don't feel love, but I know I'm supposed to have love. And I am by faith yes. going to speak yes. love and Ooh. blessing over this person. That's it. That's I am it. by faith going to speak 
the word of God over this situation. Right, right. It doesn't look right. It doesn't sound right. It doesn't smell right. Yeah. But by faith, I'm, I'm trusting you. That's right. And I'm going to respond. I want to talk today about some different types of prayers. And, um, and we're going to hone in on a couple, but the first one I want us to talk about is Thanksgiving prayer. Because yeah. the Bible says, enter into his courts with Thanksgiving. Right. And into, into, enter into his, his gates, gates with Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. Right. So Thanksgiving should be the first thing yeah. that comes out of your mouth in the morning. Right. Like I get up in the morning and I've made this kind of a ritual and a habit. But I engage my heart and mind so it's not just religious. Right. But I literally get up in the morning and I just say thank, thank you, you, Lord, Jesus. for another day. Yes. Thank you, Lord, that yes. there's breath in my lungs. Yes. I go in and make my coffee. Thank you, Lord, for my coffee. Thank you for this my my little beautiful house. Right, right. Thank you for an opportunity to sit on this couch. Thank you, Lord, for whatever I just start thanking him. Mm -hmm. Th thanksgiving prayers right. now you there's two types of thanksgiving prayers and i want to say this it's important that you hear there's thanksgiving prayers in the reality of the fulfillment of the blessing right in other words i just thank you lord for my sister right i thank you lord for the love of my sister she's right here i thank you lord that she's she's everything that i could have ever wanted in a sister yeah. but what if she's about to die I thank you, Lord, you're raising up my sister. Yeah. I, th I thank yeah. you, Lord, she will live and, and not, not die, die, and she'll declare the works of right. the Lord, and she is not through. I thank you, Lord, yeah. that you are working a miracle in my sister's life. That's it. That's it. That's a different type of Thanksgiving prayer. But there are Thanksgiving prayers, and we should be giving Thanksgiving every day. Right. Like this week, I just started thanking the Lord mm -hmm. that in his timing, and I said, let your will be done. In your timing, in your will, I thank you that my oldest daughter and my two grandbabies are moving back to Baytown. That's good. But I did say, in your timing, in your, timing, in your will. In your will. Because I don't just thank him for things because I want them and then not consider that his will may be a little different than what I see. That's so good. So Thanksgiving yeah. prayers should be a part of your daily life. Thanking God, I thank God for this beautiful drink. I thank God yeah. for this wooden table. I thank God for you. I'm so happy you're with yes. us tonight. I yes. thank God for every one of you, for your lives and for your families. But I also use my Thanksgiving prayers when I am walking by faith, and I thank God that it's already done before I see it. That's faith. So, so good. that's Thanksgiving prayers. The next type of prayer I want to talk about is praise and worship prayer. Yeah. Now that yeah. is where you're just worshiping God. Right. I came into the church this morning. We we did our broadcast. I did my broadcast this morning. And then I drove up to the church and I had about an hour before my meeting started. So I wanted to go sit in the sanctuary and just praise worship. him. Yeah. I yeah. wasn't really asking him for anything. Right. I was just, God, I just love you. I just worship you. Yeah. I was pray, playing some of Leland's new music, and I was just enjoying it, and I was just worshiping God. I was just praising the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That's so it. That's and, good. you know, many times we we go to prayer thinking, okay, I've got to go to work and check all this off and got to talk to God, when really there's times that God just wants us to come and be in his presence That's and just it. worship him. Yes. They said that Catherine Kuhlman would spend an hour and an hour and a half before her big mm -hmm. events before mm -hmm. her big healing crusades and she wouldn't ask God for she healing. She just worship. She just worship. Yeah. So let's just worship right now. I want yes. you to just raise your hands. Cool. Shut that I want y'all to raise your hands. Lord, we just worship you. We love you, Jesus. We just honor we you. You're the you, King Lord. of kings and the wonderful. Lord of lords. And we worship you, you because you are great. Be we worship Jesus. you because you are mighty. There is none Ooh, like, you, like you, Lord. There is none, none like, you, like you, Father. You are the King. You are great. You are mighty. You're good, good Father. Not because of what you do, but just because you're good. You are a good, good Father. You yes. are faithful. You are great. You are mighty. You. So there's praise and worship prayers. Thank praise you, and worship prayers. So Thank today for 45 minutes, I just worshiped. worshiped him. I didn't ask him to uh, heal somebody. I didn't ask him to, to do something for one of my kids. Right, right. I just, just worshiped, worshiped him. him. <laughs> I just loved him. Ooh, I there's praise and worship prayer. And we should have that should be a part of yes. our daily prayer. Yes. Can I add something to that? Yes. 
okay in the in the old testament when they would set up the, the tabernacle for worship there was a gate that you entered in into the outer courts and then you would go into the inner courts well if you look at that from a spiritual perspective that one gate is jesus he's one way in and one way out he's the door right, right. but you enter into the gate with thanksgiving all right and then you enter into the courts with praise. the outer courts and the inner courts where the holy of holies and the glory of god is with praise so we enter into the gates with thanksgiving then we get into the glory of god with praise pastor Pat. yeah and then when they would go in when the priest would go into the holies of holies yeah that's when he would actually ask right that's when it, the the things he would do would be to remit the sins of the people exactly uh, or push it ahead for a year yeah so we don't just need to run into the courtroom of god and start begging him for no things. no no he's the king of kings there's a there's, protocol there's a protocol yes so you enter yes. into with thanksgiving yes. i just thank you lord i'm up i thank you lord for another day. Yes. I thank you, Lord, for the blessings that you're working in my thank life. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for what you've promised me. I may not have seen it, but I believe it's true because my faith is in you. Right, right. When God told Abraham, take Isaac, he said, I will provide myself a sacrifice. Right, right. He said, take your only son. I will provide myself a sacrifice. Yeah. That took faith. Yes, it did. He went up there. He went up there and he thanked God. Yeah. He put that boy on the altar and God provided a ram in the thicket. Yeah. So there's thanksgiving for what we actually see. And then there's thanksgiving for what we know we are supposed to have or walk into. But it's, th it's prayers of thanksgiving. Then there's praise and worship. Right. Putting praise him high on the it. throne. That's it. Putting That's him so high good. on the throne. The next one I want to talk about is intercessory prayer. Um, this is intercessory prayer. The easiest way I can say this is this is love on your knees. Yeah. Yeah. When you're praying for others. That's it. That is when you're the most like God. <laughs> Ooh. That's so true. I think that's why I felt so much of the pleasure of God yes. when I'm praying for, for him Larry. today. For Larry today. Because I knew that in my flesh, I could not do that. No, that was only by the Spirit of God. It was God. by the Spirit of God. Yeah. So yeah. when you intercede for a family member, you intercede for a friend, you intercede for a nation. We, yeah. Do you know you can intercede for a nation? That's it. You don't have to be a president or a mayor or a no, governor. No, You have authority with God. Yes. You can intercede for a city, a nation, a county. A church, That's a family. That's why the Holy Spirit is so important. And we need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will move on you at times to intercede for yes. things that you have no natural knowledge of. But by the Spirit, the Spirit of God will move on you and you'll feel His presence. You could be driving your car, cleaning your house, whatever you're doing, and the Holy Ghost will begin to pray through you for somebody else, for things that you may not even be aware of, Pastor Cal. Absolutely. It's happened to me so, so many times. God's looking for vessels and people that he can pray through his will, purpose, and plan, whether it be for our city, our state, our nation, or for our family. I'll never forget being, uh, I was a young mother, working 100 hours, teenage kids, and yeah, my son, who was probably 17, 16, he just gotten his driver's license begged me on a friday night to go out and they were he said that we're going to a movie we're going over to this buddy i knew his family we're going to hang out but something in my heart didn't really feel like he was telling the truth right right but i was tired i had worked 100 hours that week and he want to fight with him he wore me down yeah and i let him go and i told him i said okay you better answer the phone when I call. That was back when they had Nextel phones. Yeah. And I said, you better answer the phone when I call. And I said, you better be home by, I think I told him 1130 before midnight. Well, I, he left, I laid on the couch and fell asleep. Mm -hmm. And I woke up and it's midnight and he's not home. He's not answering that Nextel phone. And immediately I knew. Something was wrong. Something was bad wrong. And I fell on the floor and began to intercede. I began to wail like yeah, uh, like Hannah of old. Like, like a woman giving birth. Like a woman giving birth. Mm -hmm. I knew that the prayers I was praying yeah. that was was saving my son. Yeah. And 2.30 yeah. in the morning he walks in bawling his eyes out 
and he tells me the whole truth. He had been out with some of his buddies. They went from here to here to here. They ended up at a at a beer joint that they none of them. I think one of them was old enough to be there. They were all there, but somebody had a hardcore drug on them. Yeah. It got spilled out into his car. They all got busted. Um, everybody was taken to jail except for him. Except my son. <laughs> they cleaned the car out. Yeah. The, the man handed my son his driver's license back, said, go home to your family. He used the word to your mother. To this day, I, don't, I didn't know anybody there, so I don't know. He said, go home to your mother, and boy, I better never see you here again. Everybody went to jail. Several of them ended up with felonies, but my son got off. And it was nothing more than the yeah. mercies of God. Yes. Yes. And the intercessory yes. prayer. I believe God moved on me yes. and had mercy on my son because I prayed and the and the hand of God was stayed. Was stayed and our, our, we could have had a real problem on right. our hands. Now he was underage, he probably wouldn't have gotten a felony, but it wouldn't have been good. So my point is this intercessory prayer is yeah. such a powerful, powerful yeah. instruction. It's like a burden that hits you. I can't explain it. Yeah. It, it you feel like you you almost can't stop yourself. It's like it's like when you get into labor, mm -hmm. when your labor kicks in, there's no stopping that. Right, right. That's what intercessory prayer feels like. Yes. And it is the closest thing to you are the closest to being like God the Father right. when you're praying because it's literally love on your knees praying for someone else. So that's intercessory prayer. Now let's talk about, uh, and, I'll, and I'll give you some, some scriptures. You can go to Daniel 9. Daniel interceded. Where he interceded yes. for his people. Moses. You can go to Moses, Nehemiah. Yeah. Interceded. Esther. Esther. Yes. There are so many examples of God raising up people that would intercede. And they call it, the old timers used to call it standing in the gap. Standing in the gap. You know, right. it's like I'm holding Cindy's hand and holding God's That's hand. That's it. That's it. So I'm praying for Cindy holding God's hand. I can't solve it, but, but I can. have a friend. Yeah. God is my Ooh, friend. Yeah, he is. And I can call on my friend, <laughs> and he will hear me because we talk all the time. That's it. I don't yes. just call on him when I'm in trouble. No. I give him worship prayers. I give yes. him Thanksgiving prayers. Ooh. I pray for my friends. That's so I, good. I pray. I talk to him all the time. I have a lifestyle of prayer. Right. So I don't just ding him up like Santa Claus now. No. I don't no. give him all my plans and ask him to bless it anymore. I say, Jesus, yeah. this Ooh. is my sister. Yes. And she's got a need that I can't fix. <laughs> but you can. That's it. And I'm interceding for her today. Ooh, so God so is going to use you in intercessory prayer. And do not be afraid. Just do it, girls. Just obey the Holy Spirit. And then there is travailing prayer. Yeah. Yeah. This is even another level of prayer. Because actually Hannah was not just interceding. She didn't understand. She was actually travailing. Right. She had no words. She had no words. She was travailing yeah. for... Uh, a, a barren womb to start right. it, it, a barren womb to start giving life yeah. she was a barren woman so she was actually asking god for something very important right for herself yeah. but she did not realize that she was not only travailing that her womb would start being fruitful because she was so hurt and so sad over not being able to have a baby but she was also interceding for a nation to have a priest that was holy. That's right. See, so see, God gave her a baby and opened up her womb yeah. through her travailing prayer. Right. Because it was something very important to her. Yeah. But he also saved a nation That's right. through the boy that would be born from her womb. womb. That's he it. was the greatest prophet that Israel ever had. Yeah. Yeah. Samuel was the greatest. Yeah. And it came from a woman that walked into a temple and she travailed and groaned because she was tired of being barren. She was tired of feeling worthless. Yeah. And she needed God to do something for her that she could not do for herself. Travailing prayer is many times, it's like a birthing. Mm -hmm. when, when we first started this church, there was a lot of travailing prayer that Absolutely. went on. Absolutely, yeah. In fact, I prayed for probably two years prior to starting yeah. this church, yeah. travailing prayers because I 
sense that God wanted to start a church and we were birthing something new. Right. So many times travailing prayers are prayers that are God uses you to pray where you're literally birthing something in the spirit. In the spirit right. that has not existed before then. So good. And then there's supplication prayers. Yeah. And that just means I'm going to God for my needs. Yeah. And there's yeah. not one person here that doesn't need something all the time. That's we exactly all we have right. needs and there's nothing wrong right. with going to God with your needs. You just want to you don't want to start with that. You want to start with praise and worship and thanksgiving. Okay. So good. Blessing prayers. Blessing yeah. prayers. Yeah. This is where God had to teach me some things and I'm still working on this because your nature will outride and many times you will revert back to your nature and how you were raised. Your flesh. Your flesh <laughs> versus what you know by the Spirit. Right. But we must learn to bless and not curse. Right. And you may say, well, I'm not praying. But everything that comes out of your mouth is either building or tearing down. Yeah. Life or death. Life or death is in the yeah. power of the tongue. That's right. You're either building up, you're right. building your life up by what you say about yourself. You're building your children up by what you say about them. Well, let's just say your children are acting like spoiled brats. Yeah. And I call Cindy up and I say, this kid's acting like a spoiled brat. And it's just driving me crazy. And I'm so upset about it. And I tell her all the truth. <laughs> and I've done that. I guess you can tell that. I've done it too. <laughs> did that help no. my kid? No, it didn't. Did that help me? Maybe no. for a second. Yeah. May have relieved a, a little frustration for a second. Yeah. Did it help Cindy? No, because no. then she's mad at my kid too. She's <laughs> Everybody's gotta go, mad. She's got to go repent for being mad at my kid. <laughs> I have to go repent. Right. Okay, what should I do? Should I lie and say it's perfect? No. No. Cindy says, how's it going with that kid? Well, it's not going perfect, but by faith, Cindy, I'm believing. Yeah. That that child, I raise that child right, and that child's going to love God. Yes. I, I speak blessing over yes. that child. Yes. And I declare, and I pray in the Spirit, and then I bless with my mouth, and I bless them in prayer, right. but then I bless them in my life. So we must learn to not only pray blessing prayers, but we must learn to talk. Bless your husband if you want him to be a good husband. Yeah. Don't, Don't say all the bad things. Don't call your friend up and say... He leaves his dirty underwear on the floor, and he <laughs> leaves the cap off the toothbrush, and no. he's, he just drives me crazy, and, well, he's just going to drive you more crazy. Yeah. But why don't you say, you know what, I love that man, he's just the best thing in the whole world, and you just focus on everything that's good about him, and he'll get better. Blessing is so important. So we're not, we're going to, like Pastor Cindy said, she would pray the blessing, mm -hmm. and then she would speak something different. Yeah. I've done it too. Yeah. So you're basically annulling everything you've saw That's said. exactly right. So we need to, to bless, have blessing prayers, but we also need to bless in our everyday speech. And bless your enemies. Yes. Anybody that's, that's you know, an enemy in your life, the Bible says to bless them. Bless those that and despitefully That's exactly you. right. And if you'll start blessing them. Uh, I tell you what will happen. God will begin to heal all unforgiveness in your heart in that situation. Your heart will begin to change as you begin to bless. Absolutely. Then there's prayers like I did. Uh, well, not so much today. I don't think I really confessed in today. I just started praying for Larry. But there's been many times that I've been in prayer and God brings things up to me mm -hmm. that I have done wrong. Little things that, that you know, you may think not a big deal. And then the Holy Spirit will say, you know what, you, you really didn't handle that right. And I'll just be praying, and he'll and he, and he wants me to confess it. Yeah. So there's prayers of confession, confessing sin. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you walk around in fear all the time. That if you make a mistake, you're going to be dropped into the <laughs> into the pit of hell. That's not no, it. No. You're saved. The blood no. of Jesus has been applied. It is closing any door for the enemy to come in and take legal rights right. into anything in your life. That's it. That's when it. you confess your sins, you're closing the door. The enemy has no way right. in. That's it. No legal right in. When the Lord spoke to me to pray for Larry, I had a choice. Mm -hmm. I could have just not ignored done it him. And, and ignored it, went on to something else. The Spirit of God would have probably lifted. And... But there was something he wanted to tweak in my heart. And I can't even really tell you what it was. 
because I had tr I've truly forgiven him. But there was something changed in my heart toward him, whereas I'm seeing him the way God sees him so that he can be saved. Right. So that I can pray for him. He's the father of two of my grandkids. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. So God doesn't want me to feel harsh toward him. And if that prayer tweaked my heart. Yeah. And yeah. this is what God's teaching us. Oh. So Ooh. even that prayer was a confession. Yes, it, it was. It came before the Lord like, I'm willing to lay my pride down. Mm -hmm. So confession, praying, confessing sins is part of a prayer life. Yes, it is. And God will bring things up. I want you to raise your hands right now and ask oh, the Holy Spirit to show you anything in your life. Holy Ghost. That you reveal. need to confess to yes. Him. Just yes. privately. Yes. Just anything in your life. That would be hindering your prayer life. That would be hindering the glory of God from yes. operating in your life. Yes. That would yes. make you feel sad or sin to have any kind of rain in your life. Just confess. Any area, Father God. He'll speak to you. He'll speak to you. He'll speak to you. Yes. That's prayer. And then I want to talk about praying the word. Yeah. Confessing the word. Yes. Many times you face challenges, problems, mm -hmm. you want advancement, mm -hmm. go find scriptures and begin to pray the, the word. word. The word's his will. The word is his will. That's the will of God. It will not return void. That's right. That's right. So that's when you have to ask Holy Spirit. Yes. What's, I, what do you want me to And he'll say, pray the word pray over the that. Word. Yes. Pray the word over that. Pray the word over that issue. Pray the word over that business. Pray the word over that relationship. Pray the word. That's a different type of prayer. Can I add to that too, yes. Pastor Callie? Okay, so there have been there have been movements in the past which I think are absolutely wonderful. Word of faith movement, different movements that really, really uh, drill in on the word of God, the power of speaking the word, declaring the word over situations. But we can't treat it like it's the end all. Okay, so I could say, okay, I'm going to pray the word over my finances and I've got all these financial scriptures and I'm declaring financial financial blessing over my life. Mm -hmm. And I can treat it like it's a formula and nothing will change because it's not about a formula. No. It's about relationship with him. All of it, every prayer I pray, whether it's the word, whether it's a confessing prayer, it's all about relationship. And, and in that confessing the word, God is actually causing me to fall in love with his word right yes. and to begin to be transformed by his word to where i begin to see things like he sees things so it's not about a formula and us thinking okay if i get all these little things down right then all these wonderful things are going to happen it's relationship it's always relationship because we can't we can't make an idol out of confessing the word no and sometimes in these in movements we can we don't even realize we're doing it. Yeah, but it, be, we are. it becomes a formula. Or yes. It's like it's like you know, prayer, uh, uh, Thanksgiving prayer. People thanking God before it's done. Right. And that's by faith. Right. But that they said, teach us how to pray. Yeah. Because they were saying, Jesus, we recognize yes. that you are going to lead us in our prayer life, and you're going to show me how to approach you effectively for right. what I need. That's good. And and you can't do that on a formula. But what you happens... You can only do that on a relationship. Can I ask you, Pastor Kelly, what happens if, okay, let's just say I'm believing God to uh, heal a baby in my womb. They've said that it's not going to live. Okay? But I'm confessing God's word. Healing scriptures, all the things. Uh-huh. And the baby dies. Well, it's, it's back to that same thing when I said Lana, to, about Lana. I said, Lord, I'm believing you, and I'm mm -hmm. thanking you that Lana and those kids are going to come home. Yeah. But more than, more than as much as I believe that you're going to do that, in my heart I believe that, yeah. I also trust your will yes. for their lives. That's exactly right. And if, if, if we think our if our prayers have to be answered the way we want them to be answered yeah and we we don't we don't leave god the option he's god he's god he's still sovereign to, sovereign to work his will so exactly right we don't understand everything no there you know i i told this to someone the other day 
You know, when someone young dies, we don't always understand it. We go, it's not God's will to kill, steal, or destroy. No, but it is also appointed every man a time to be born and, and a, a time, time to, to die. die. Yeah. That's yeah. every man, right. woman and child. Right. Who am I to say 35 is too young and 90 is, is, is okay? Yeah. Uh, we all have a time. We're, he's a sovereign God. Yes. And we pray, and we pray the will, purpose, and plan, and we believe him for the for what we want to believe him for, for what we believe he's called us to believe, but we also trust his judgment. Absolutely. Our forefathers, most of them died as yeah. martyrs. Yeah. They yeah. were killed for their faith. Right, right. Um, the faith movement that we know may not have worked to get them out of being killed. I don't. I think they would have been killed anyway. Yeah. Now, yeah. is there any? Is should we confess and should we speak life? Yes. But most of the time, and this is where you need to understand this, ladies. A lot of times, when God is bringing a revelation to the body of Christ, the church takes that revelation too far. It overcorrects. It overcorrects, mm -hmm. and then it has to be balanced. Mm -hmm. There are some things that fall under according to your will. When Jesus was in the garden, right, he right. knew his whole life he was born to die. Yeah, he knew it. Yeah, he was under no illusion. He was God. He knew. Right, right. But when he got in that garden, he said, if there's any way, he's feeling the pressure. If this cup can pass from me. He's praying great mm -hmm. drops of blood. This is more, if there's any way that this yeah. cup can pass from me, if there's any way yeah. I can do this without having to die. But then he says that one little statement that gave him the grace to walk out the death. Yeah. He said, nevertheless, nevertheless, according to, to thy, thy will, will mm -hmm. so be it. And that's how we have to approach God with everything. Nevertheless, I don't, this baby, I want it to live. Yeah. I want it to, to yeah. be a testimony. But if God decides to take this baby to heaven, yeah. I have to trust. Yeah, that, that his, his timings. His, that his will was done. Yes, yes. Absolutely. And I have to let that go. Well, I've seen people, I've seen people walk out situations like that. And their prayers didn't get answered like they wanted them to get answered and lose faith in God. But I've also seen people like Anita and Buddy Childress who lost their firstborn child at 11 years old to leukemia, believing for two years when she was diagnosed from 9 to 11 for a miracle. And she went to heaven. And they, they pursued God all the more fell in love with God all the more. They had a reason to go to heaven even more. Absolutely. But you know what the difference was? Relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, if it's a formula. Yeah. If you're just doing something out of a formula and you get disappointed for the moment. Yeah. There have been prayers I prayed that God did not answer. Right. Right. But I can tell you at 60 years old. Yeah. Looking, looking back. I'm so glad he didn't answer. Right. Because he knows better. Because he knew better. Yeah. There was yeah. prayers I prayed for six years, bawled my eyes out, interceded, fasted, begged God to change the situation. Yeah. He never changed it. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. Now, I understand why. Yeah. He yeah. was closing the chapter of, a li of my life. He was, he was pulling the curtain on that scene because he was preparing a whole new scene. And if I kept holding on to what I thought, I needed or wanted, I was going to miss out on all that God had for That's me. That's true. We must learn yeah. to, it according to thy will. That's right. So be it. So be it. Okay, let me, let me finish up a couple more here. This is the main one I wanted to give you, and it's praying in the Spirit. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, I every one of you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit and have, the, have your prayer language, the yes. gift. Yes. of speaking in tongues and praying in tongues. Mm -hmm. um, praying in the Spirit is the greatest thing that you will do for yourself, yeah. your own faith, right. you'll do for your family, and you'll do for the world. Because when you pray in the Spirit, you pray perfect prayers. That's exactly right. You're not praying according to your knowledge or right. your wisdom. Or right. We have limitations. We're humans. Yes. But when we pray in the Spirit... We pray perfectly. And Jude said it. He said... Um, um, building up your most holy yeah, faith, he praying said, in the Holy Ghost. He said, beloved, building up, building yourself up 
in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. So when you pray in the Spirit, you're building your faith up. Right. You're building your ability to see in the Spirit, to, to work in the Spirit, to operate in the Spirit, to hear clearly, to, to uh, understand. You literally, the genius of the universe is on the inside of right, you. Right, right. And then you're praying to that genius, and the genius is praying through you yeah. the perfect prayers for many times, sometimes you'll know. There's been many times when I've prayed in the Spirit, I knew what I was praying for. And then, sometimes and then there's you don't. times I have no clue no. what I'm praying no. for, but I know I'm connected to God and I know I'm praying for something important. And I know the will, purpose, and plan of God is happening. And I'm while I'm praying the will of God, I'm building up Your God, holy my holy faith because I'm allowing the Spirit of God to pray through me and He's building me up. He's building me up in faith. He's yes. building me up. He's building up my ability to see, see and understand and to hear and to hear and respond. So praying in the spirit is the greatest tool yeah. for growth. Right. For your faith to grow and for the for literally demolishing the enemy. Demolishing the Absolutely. enemy. Absolutely. I was thinking when you were just saying that, when you're praying in the Holy Ghost, it's like sharpening a sword. It really is. It's like sharpening a sword. It's one of your weapons, and it's really one of our greatest weapons in the spirit realm. And we don't pray in tongues enough. No, we don't. We need to be praying more in tongues because when we pray in tongues, it's like Pastor Kelly just said, we're praying the mind and the will of the Father. And, and I, I've thought about this too. A lot of times when I begin to pray in the spirit, usually what prompts me the first prompting I have will be compassion. Mm -hmm. Like I'll feel compassion towards something or somebody. And if you look at in the New Testament, uh, a lot of the times, every time before Jesus would perform miracles, he was moved with, with compassion. compassion. Yes. So that compassion in your heart that God gives you will move you to pray for a certain thing. And so when you move into praying for that certain thing in the spirit, it'll move from that thing to another thing. Yeah. to another thing it just depends on how long the holy ghost wants to pray through you for something but i'll feel it shift like i'll feel like i'm praying for one thing and then suddenly i'm praying for something else and i'm not even aware of really what i'm praying for but the holy ghost is continuing to pray through me because i was willing to be moved with compassion yeah that's amazing that's exactly today yeah i felt compassion in for my him. heart and then i was praying in the spirit yeah. for him yeah because compassion was ignited in my heart. Right, right. And that is, that is really, Pastor Cindy's right, all of Jesus' miracles, the mighty wonders he did, mm -hmm. they all flowed from compassion. And so, Lord, I just thank you yes, Jesus. that you are filling us with the Spirit. Yes, and we yes. are praying in the Spirit every day. Yes. I encourage you to start praying in times yes. 10 or 15 minutes a day. Yes. Start 10 or 15 minutes a day. Lord, we just raise your hands. Oh, Lord, I just thank you for your Spirit. Thank you, Holy God. We thank you for the opportunity to pray in the Spirit. We thank you for the opportunity. The mysteries of God will be revealed to you yes. as you pray in the Spirit. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. The wisdom of God will be dropped in your heart as yes. you pray in the Spirit. Ooh. The power of God will be unleashed over your circumstances as you pray yes, in yes, the Spirit. Yes, so, Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity to pray in the Spirit. And I, just, I want to encourage you for this next week to get up every morning and just be, begin to thank God yes, and worship Him, yes. put worship music in on, and then just pray in the Spirit. Yes. Pray in the Spirit and just be, let Him pray through you perfectly. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Uh, Angie, did you get some names, sweetheart? Thank you. Did you get some names? Yes. Bring me those. I'm going to prophesy over some yes. of you today. I don't know what name she wrote down, so but we're going to go for it. Ooh. Um, there was two that I... One is called iPad and this one, so I don't okay. know your names. Some of them we don't have your names, but the ones we do. Um, does that say Angela W.? Yes. Angela W. 
Don't know what the W stands for, but you know who you are. Angela, I hear the, the word of the Lord saying that you are stepping into a season of major, major breakthrough. In fact, I think you've already begun to see it in some of the practical areas that you've been praying for. But most of all, you are stepping into a season of spiritual breakthrough. Thank you, Lord. Where God is going to teach you, you and he's, he's literally pulling you in to a, a next level prayer, next level faith next Thank level you, wisdom you, and he's he's calling you into the secret you, place that's part of the reason why you were so hungry to be a part of this just go with it yeah just go with it thank you Jesus. It, it may he may tell you to spend longer hours than you wanted to plan in the sp secret place but go with it in the secret place he is going to unlock all types of revelation you, and Lord. things that have been blocked for decades thank you, Lord. decades for you are going to begin to open up and blossom. And I just sense super bloom over you. Super bloom. Like God is going to make up for lost time in your life. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. If we seek all these things, and this is for everybody, because this may apply, this prophecy may apply to more than one. If we seek all these things, we miss the treasure. Yeah. If we seek the Lord, he's the treasure. Yeah. He's the real treasure. Yeah. All these things come with the treasure. We must seek the Lord. So I bless you, Angela, and I just declare the blessing of the Lord. Even in the next 30 days, you will see breakthrough in two areas you've been you've been believing God for, for I would say probably close to 10 years. You're going to see a mighty, mighty, mighty outpouring of the Spirit in your life. You, and God is so pleased with your hunger toward Him. Can I add something here? The power of the prophetic is... As Pastor Callie is prophesying, if a word goes forth, whether it's to Angela or whoever, and you feel a witness in your spirit that that is for you too, reach out by faith and grab that word. You can have that word as well. What does this say, Sister? Uh, Marie? Marie Messing. Marie Messing? Yeah, Marie, Marie. Messing. Marie, I, uh, I see a lot of tears and a lot of crying and real uh, some real grief uh, that has been present in your life and God this is your set your you're stepping into a season of joy Jesus. where God is closing the door to grief and he is uh, really healing some major areas in, in your life and he's bringing some things to an end and uh, no more crying uh, I see I see the curtain coming down and that scene is gone and God is taking you into some joy. I see you running through a field, skipping like a little girl and picking flowers and just seeing the blessing of God in every area of your life. And uh, the Lord has heard your cry. Thank you, Jesus. He's heard your cry. It has come before him. Your prayers have come before him like a memorial. And he's saying, let the past be the past. He's got yeah. a new day for you. Yeah. He's got a new uh, a new life for you. A new life for you. A new a new way of looking at life and living in life. Sometimes we get used. Let me just say this for. Sometimes we get used to the struggle and the pain, mm -hmm. and we don't even know how to operate when it's not struggling and not pain. Yeah, yeah. And I can really relate to that yeah. because a lot of my life, in the early years of my life, was. Struggle. It, it was just, we went mm -hmm. through things no little, two little girls should go through. Right, right. So we learned how to operate. Actually, we're, we're kind of weird. When things get bad. We actually function a little bit better. We, uh, we'll laugh <laughs> and we make jokes because that's how we handle things. Yeah. But, yeah. You, we, but every season, you, know, you don't stay in those seasons. No. With God, you come through it and you go into the season of, of blessing and, and, and restoration and healing. And so God is going to teach you how to function in rest. That's and good. he's going to teach you how to function in the blessing. And uh, I just break any spirit of chaos. Yes, in Jesus' no, name. You're not gonna, nobody's going to look for chaos. No. We're no. going to operate in rest. Yes. We're going to operate in the blessing of God. And I break every curse of chaos. Yes. And every curse of travesty. And you are a blessed bunch of women in the name of Can I of add to Jesus. her word? Yes. Uh, you're no longer an orphan, but you're a princess. And God is not uh, holding you on a short stick. 
but he is going to provide everything you have need of. And he's changing your paradigm about how you see yourself in his eyes. And he's giving you deeper revelation of his love. And he's going to take care of you and yours. And you're going to see this in your prayer life as you draw closer to the Lord in prayer. He's going to begin to reveal to you fresh revelation of who you really are in Christ. And how loved and accepted you are by the beloved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to prophesy over uh, Karen D. I want to prophesy over Karen D. Karen, um, you are such a good friend. You are a good friend. I mean, like, you are the girl that people call when they need stuff. And there are many of you that fall into this category. So if this is you, I want you to pick this just up because it's for it. you. Yeah. But, uh, Karen, I just see you run into people's needs and just doing everything you can to help. And you have a gift of help, and you have a you have an anointing uh, to show up, and people feel better, and they feel stronger, and, and they feel um, encouraged. And I I just see that this is literally your giving heart has built a memorial before the Lord, and and I sense that the Lord is standing over you, and He is getting ready to pour immense, immense blessing over your life. Like in every area of your life, you're going to feel like this is, you're, you're actually going to feel like, wow, this is, I don't almost know how to take all this blessing. But you are entering into a season of immense blessing, immense breakthrough, and where you, the, the goodness of the Lord is just going to overtake you. I love you so much. I love all of you ladies so much. I want to prophesy to all of you. And I want you to raise your hands and receive this. I want you to just raise your hands. I prophesy that you will hear the voice of the Lord. Yes. I prophesy and declare that you will hear clearly the voice of the Lord. I prophesy and declare that you will walk by faith and not by sight. Yes. I prophesy and declare that no weapon formed against you will prosper. Yes. yes. No plague will come nigh your dwelling. Anything you set your hand to do, God will bless it because you will do nothing that God doesn't tell you to do. I prophesy that the fear of the Lord will grow in you like an inferno. I prophesy that your whole lineage from you on down will serve the Lord and no weapon formed against you will prosper. Thank you, Jesus. I declare the blessing of God, of Abraham, Isaac, and yes. Jacob over you. Yes. You have been adopted in. You are king's kids. Yes, yes, yes. You are royalty. You have power with God. Thank you, Jesus. God hears your prayers. Thank you, Lord. He waits for you to enter in to the bedchamber, to the time of intimacy with him every day. He's calling you, yes. and you are responding. Yes. You are no longer your past. Thank you, Lord. Your past is over. It's yeah. done with. It's buried. Thank it's you, dead. You, you are a daughter of the king. Thank a you, woman Lord. that is called to righteousness and holiness. Yes. That will stand for yes. truth and what is right and what is pure and what is holy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you are not busted and disgusted. No. But God says you are a blessed daughter yes. that has more yes. than enough. More than enough. Not only to take care of your family, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. but to take care of others. Thank you, Jesus. Your marriage is blessed. You, your children Jesus. are blessed. Your grandchildren are blessed. Your great-grandchildren will be blessed. Your prayers are building a memorial before God. Yes, yes. And your yes. legacy will be righteous. Your children will boast of you when you're gone. And your grandchildren will say, oh, if you'd have known my mama yeah. and my grandmother, yeah. Yeah. they stood for what was Ooh. right and true. Yes, yes. They stood for what was right and true. God hears you. You have been called for such a time as this. Yes. You're not some little weak woman. Hallelujah. You are a handmaiden of God. Thank you, Jesus. You're royalty. Thank you, Jesus. You're the daughter of a king. Thank I prophesy Jesus. the blessing of God over you. Yes. I prophesy the wisdom of God. 
I prophesy the strength of the yes, Holy Spirit. Yes, Jesus. I prophesy revelation Ooh. and understanding. You will understand things above your intellect. You will operate above your own intellect because of the power of God in Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are not limited in anything. You're not limited in resources. You're not limited in intelligence. You're not limited in anything. You have more than enough to do everything God's called you to do. I bless you, ladies, with all of my heart. We will see you next week. We're going to teach some more beautiful aspects of prayer next Amen. week, and we're going to prophesy over some more. I have loved every minute of being with you. That's I would awesome. love for you to message me. Tell me what's going on in your life. I love reading your stories. We love you so much. Pastor Cindy and I are going to take all of these names here, and we're going to pray, pray over you. them this week. Yes. And we love you so much. God bless you. We'll see you next Tuesday.